Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hi, Katie. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Not too bad about yourself. Good. I am uh, doing that thing where I keep people posted on my Instagram story about the work that I'm doing in preparation for the Grammy red carpet Mm. so that I stick to my schedule and not fall behind in my research and preparation. Well, I will not be the one to hold you accountable because I'm doing that thing where I don't watch Instagram stories. It's okay. It just sucks you in. <laughs> Pop shop viewers, keep Keith accountable. Yeah. Keep, 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 keep me accountable so I don't fall behind. I have another five or six people to research today. But anyway, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we chat about a surprise shallow duet performance from Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. In Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Vegas. Plus, we've got chart news about Ariana Grande's Seven Rings debuting at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, and Future bowing atop the Billboard 200 with his new album, and what that achievement has to do with Elton John. Hmm. Hmm. Plus, we've got an interview with Zara Larson. The singer stopped by the office recently to chat all about her new single, Ruin My Life, how her new album is coming along, and a whole lot more. So stick around for that a little bit later. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. And now it's all about Gaga and Bradley. Gaga, 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 Gaga. So Lady Gaga shocked her audience in Las Vegas on Saturday night when she brought out Bradley Cooper to perform their award-winning and chart-topping duet from A Star is Born, Shallow. At the Park MGM in Las Vegas, where Gaga is currently mounting her two residencies, sure. Enigma and Jazz and Piano, Cooper sauntered on stage to embrace his co-star and leading lady before grabbing the stool by the microphone. Gaga sank to her knees okay, at his Lord. feet okay. while he sang and eventually made her way to the piano for her verses and the song's soaring chorus. What, what, I'm not I'm not exaggerating What Katie here. left out was... So dramatic. Gaga beckoned to Cooper, who was in, like, the VIP section. It was just like, Bradley, you want to come up here? And he's like, uh, how do I get up he's there? He's like, nah. And, like, the security <laughs> guard was trying to help him up and then eventually gets up there. So it looks like it's very unstaged, but you got to think it was kind of staged. Well, they have some things to practice for probably coming on up. Maybe. Um, you know, their next expected stop is the Oscars stage. Uh, according to Variety, Gaga and Cooper have been invited to perform their nominated song at the Academy Awards, which take place on February 24th. The other invited performers, according to that same Variety report, are Kendrick Lamar and SZA for all the stars from Black Panther. But the other three nominees in the Best Original Song category, The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns, Al Fight from RBG, and When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, have not been asked to perform, allegedly, reportedly. Allegedly, reportedly, maybe. But I I feel like we should mention, um, I did pull up Lin-Manuel Miranda's response, who, of course, stars in the new Mary Poppins movie. Mm. Um, He tweeted after this news came out, The first time I stayed up to watch the Oscars, it was because I loved The Little Mermaid, and they were going to sing songs from the movie I loved on the Oscars. If this is true, and Poppins' song won't be performed, truly disappointing hostless and musicless to quote Kendrick damn hmm he might have said it all but I am interested you know Keith did a little research actually about um you know 
previous Oscar performers. Mm -hmm. And so it's not unprecedented to not have all five nominees performing. Yeah, but it's unusual. Yes. Um, it's, It's usually kind of extraordinary circumstances where they invite only a certain number of the five nominees or the nominees for best song to perform. Um, And it just kind of smacks of, sorry, you're not a big enough star. Looks like Kendrick and Gaga and Bradley were all on the charts. The rest of y'all weren't. Sorry, (laughs) Jay Hud, who performed All Fight. Who is an Oscar-winning actress. Good grief. It's wild. So, um, you know, stay tuned for more updates on that. We'll, We'll keep you posted. Um, we'll see if Gaga and Kendrick might throw their star power around to get the rest of those uh, performers up on that stage. Well, let's talk about some of the biggest chart news this week. Uh, first up, Ariana Grande's new single, Seven Rings, debuts straight in at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, marking her second number one and uh, second single to debut at number one following Thank You, Next. Uh, the new song starts with 85.3 million streams in the U.S. in the week ending January 24th, according to Nielsen Music. That's the second biggest streaming week ever for a song by a woman. After Grande's own <laughs> Thank You Next drew 93.8 million after its video dropped. Uh, uh, Thank You Next, which is still in the top 10 of the Hot 100 also. She's a busy girl. Yes. Um, Seven Rings also sold 96,000 downloads last week, and the song arrives at number 39 on the all-format Radio Songs Airplay chart. It's a big hit. Yes, yeah. I guess so. Um, Seven Rings also interpolates the song My Favorite Things from the musical The Sound of Music. We talked about this a little bit last week. So Ariana brings a bit of the musical theater world to the top of the Hot 100 as well. Fitting. What a gem. Um, next, over on the Billboard 200 Albums chart, Future scores his sixth number one album as Future Hendrix presents The Wizard Debuts straight in at number one, uh, earning 126,000 equivalent album units in the week ending January 24th. Now, of that sum, 15,000 were in album sales, as the rest of the units were basically all culled from streaming activity. Uh, Fun fact, Future has tallied all six of his number one albums in a remarkably short amount of time. Just three years, five months, and three weeks. Uh, His first leader was DS2 back in August uh, of 2015. And now, you know, obviously this new one is on the chart dated February 2nd, I believe. Uh, The last artist to earn six number ones in such a short span of time? Well, that would be Elton John, Hmm. way back in the early 1970s. In fact, all seven of Elton John's number ones came in a space of just three years, three months, and three weeks between uh, Honky Chateau on July 15th, 1972, and Rock of the Westies on November 8th, 1975. In fact, John's first six number ones were only separated by two years, 10 months, and 24 days. Elton John was the future of his time. And future is the future of his time. (laughs) Um, All right, let's move on to our interview with Sarah Larson. The singer and songwriter came by the office recently for a really great chat about her new single, Ruin My Life, its glam video, and why she definitely really, really wanted this track to be a solo endeavor, even though it was pitched to her as a duet with a guy. Plus, we talk about how uh, she's coming along with her new album. She actually stopped by the office in between recording sessions. Uh, She talked about her thoughts on how music is released and promoted these days. She invokes Ariana Grande. Um... And we asked her uh, if the uh, 
if she was invited as a Sweden's Got Talent winner to come back and compete on the new America's Got Talent, the champion show. It's a cute answer. Yes. So take a listen to our chat with uh, Zara Larson. You said fire to my world, couldn't handle the heat. Now I'm sleeping alone and I'm starting to freeze. Baby, come bring me out. Let it rain over me. Baby, come. Hello to Zara Larson and welcome back to the Pop Shop Podcast. Thank you. How are you doing today? Good to have me back. Oh. It's, uh, it's great. Sun's shining. I had a good sleep. Outstanding. My phone's back. I've, Your phone's back? Yeah, oh, I, I haven't had Twitter. my phone for a few weeks. You dropped it in the water, right? Mm-hmm. What happened? I mean, actually, I didn't drop it. I, oh, what happened? I went down with it. Cause oh. Because I, oh. <laughs> no. I wanted to um, film all the fishes in the, in the sea. Sure. As yeah. you do. And someone told me it was uh, waterproof. And it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> you learned the hard way. Did you have a case around it? No, it was just supposed to be waterproof. Like everyone's been like, no, it's waterproof. <laughs> no. Two meters, 30 minutes. That, that's what they say. And Okay. You proved mm-hmm. that wrong. Proved that wrong. Turns it out. It might have been the salt water or the fact that I went deeper than two meters. Oh, okay. were, you, were you able to, now I'm just like asking about your phone. Were you able to like salvage it or get your no. data phone. off? Oh, New phone. Oh. But actually I did have iCloud. Save everything. So save the cloud. I didn't save everything though, but until like you know, just right before I went on vacation, it was like your iCloud's full. Uh, upgrade it now, and I was like, nah, Fine. you know, nah. But oh well. Oh well, well, at least you weren't missing like important voice memos that were like melodies or like lyrics. <laughs> right. Like, right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, anyway, congratulations on the success of uh, your latest single, "Ruin My Life." Thank you. Um, it's been popping on our charts, and uh, we were looking. It's actually your seventh hit on our pop songs airplay chart in just like a little Ooh. over two years. It seems oh. like. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's. I mean, is it is it still exciting to see your name no, on is. the charts? It definitely is, and I feel like it hasn't been um, up there a lot, at least not comparing to to what I want it to be and what I wish for and what I work for. Of course, I think it's amazing to see my songs charting because charting, because that means <laughs> some, someone thought I was talking about a chart. <laughs> No, no, you don't, yeah. want to be, you don't want to be sharding. Is it no. well enunciated? Charting. You don't want to be char- sharding. Slightly, charting. Slightly different. Yeah, and um, it is because I, I want to be a commercially successful artist. I want a lot of people to come to my shows. I love performing live. It's my favorite thing in the world. And just everything to, to build up to that moment is just my dream coming true in a way. And uh, I don't know why. I really don't know why it's been this idea in my head that I've had since I was a little girl that I just want to be not only doing music, but I want to do it on a super large scale. You're on the right as, track. As, and, yeah. as you yeah. should. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you sh- it shouldn't be just like, oh, I really just want to play coffee shops. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. I want to no. play stadiums. <laughs> I want to play Wembley. Yes, it's that's like, right. That should be the goal. It should that's be the dream. Right. It should be all in or anything. At least that's the way for me. So, um just seeing people enjoying the song really means means a lot because, yeah, I mean, I guess I am kind of a, not only a people's pleaser and I want everyone to be happy, but I do want people to enjoy what I do. It's like, it is a little paradox because you want to just do whatever you want and you want to be, not care what other people think and then you're an artist, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that weird that's that balance of yeah. like business and uh-huh. art and uh-huh. commerce yeah. but also 
still wanting to be, you know, pleasing yourself, mm-hmm. but then there's still someone, sure. still some corporate person These giving you money. You know, of listeners, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's it's walking that fine it line. Is. It is. Well, this track definitely um, <laughs> is pleasing people right now. So, how did it come to be, and uh, how did it get to you in the first place? I uh, got it sent to me months back, and uh, it was originally thought about being as a duet. Mm. Really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it and was a duet when it got sent to me, and I was there, like, there, "So it was like two women or uh-huh. a man and a boy?" No, one man, men and a woman. Okay. And um, it was really cool. I just thought the lyrics were a bit not really fitted into what I wanted to say, but the chorus was super catchy. Yeah. I thought it definitely had a vibe. It was just a really good pop track, but because we. Or I didn't want to do a duet because last time I released a song that was big here, or I could say my biggest song here in America, that was a duet. That was to Never Forget You with yeah. M and E K mm-hmm. and and I. And I just thought to myself that I wanted to release a song just me. If it's gonna be my single, I still want people to to know who I am because mm-hmm. a lot of the times people have heard my songs, they might have known, you know, Never Forget You or Lush Life or just any of the singles but they don't necessarily know who i am like if they see a picture of me they don't mm-hmm. they wouldn't put two and two together you know so i just wanted people to know who i am and just put my face out there so i didn't want to do that and when i looked at the lyrics it felt really tragic mm. yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like this passionate kind of back and forth almost argument in the song and now when we took away the guy it was just this really really sad girl <laughs> yeah and that's so that's a real story yeah. though yeah that's it but happens we did, we did switch up some of the things that i i talk about in the song because the song in itself it is very you know it, it speaks about a toxic relationship in a way you know someone isn't good for you but you really really want this person back and that plus what we said before I changed it in the verses would be like, I miss you throwing a fist through the wall. And like oh, wow. Screaming mm. It's like, ooh. You that's, know, a, that's even that's darker. A, yeah. That's even darker. Right. So, you know, that on top of, of the subject of the song, it was just a bit too much. Mm. And uh, I'm very cautious about what I talk about. And at least I try to be. And I think... It's just important to not sing about that type of relationship. First and foremost, because I've had the luck to never been in one, like in a violent, manipulative one like that. And I just wanted it to make more sense to me. And um, yeah, it's it's really a tricky, tricky line between talk about your own experiences as an artist to just write about your life and to promote air quotes. Yeah. Um, toxic things but i felt that it was a great song i wanted to make it more emotionally mm-hmm. more emotionally sad than like actual like, like physical, ooh, like physical yeah. like violence you know yeah but i thought the song the song was great the song is great i'm really happy i released it because it was a while ago that i had new music before that follow-up question uh-huh. so when when the song when the song came to you and you you don't i believe you don't have any writing credit on the song right 
I actually have no idea. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, no, according I don't. To Wiki, according yeah, to Wiki, you, you, know. you can't always trust Wiki. But you never know. So. No, I when, don't. When the song was delivered to you, was there a, a, a male, like another, like the, was the duet partner already kind of attached to it? Uh-huh. Are or was we, it like a, just uh-huh. a demo or was it an actual person you would have? And who was it? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spill it all. No, I don't want to say, I don't want no, to say it because I would love to, I would love to work with this person in the future. Okay. And I don't want to ruin it. it just, <laughs> but, but so were, were the were the writers and and you know the all the production because there's a number of writers on the song. Yeah. Were they cool with you being like, yeah, can we like drop the dude and change the lyrics? Totally. Really? Okay. Yeah, they were. They're like, and if you're gonna record they wanted the it, song yes. out there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also the people who did write the song and especially the producers, Monsters and Strangers, they are about six people. Mm. Yeah. And they are fantastic. I've worked with them a lot of the time, like so many times before. I'm working with them today again and they know me really well and they're great guys so I think they're not just very flexible as as people they're just good people they're Mm -hmm. like not too proud about their work in the sense of you know you can't touch it or you can't do anything with it they're collaborative very collaborative very very sweet super talented and also they know me they Mm -hmm. know what type of songs I like they know what what I feel good singing and what I sound good singing. So for them, I think it was like, yeah, sure, yeah. you know, wasn't wasn't any biggie. I, I also love the idea that like, even though we just told you you have seven songs on our pop songs chart, you're kind of thinking of this as like an introduction. Oh, yeah. Like oh, people this is to the, meet you. Nah, like we haven't even started. <laughs> we have not even started. I'm like, oh, this is cute. Well, you know? I'm like, that's a cute two-year career so far. I'm like, when, when, yeah. when you see the video, I'm like, well, that's an introduction. Because it's like, it's like, it's like, like if people haven't seen you, it's like, all right, if you don't know who I am, oh, by the yeah. way, now you know. Uh-huh. That's, the, like, that's the vibe I want to. Here's 15 different oh. costume changes. <laughs> And choreography. Oh my god, the video is yes. fantastic. Can it's you talk a little bit glamorous. about um, how that concept came to be? Yeah, it was hard finding a concept for this video. I thought that wasn't like me laying in bed crying over this right. guy. Because I didn't want it to be that. Yeah. I wanted it to be more glamorous. I like and the almost... juxtaposition of the two because I was expecting like, oh, where is this video going to go? Because you know? this song has such a dark vibe to it. <laughs> and know. I'm like, okay, not what I was expecting. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, totally. And it, it's very glamorous. And I love that. And I feel like um, it was amazing working with Charlotte who directed the video and how different it is working. When you do a video like that, which is very, the video is very glamorous. It's very almost sensual sexy in a way um and yeah it just had that feel to it but working with her and as a female director and had she had her vision the lights just how she shoot things i trusted her 100 percent. i've worked with her before and um it was just a really relaxed but productive vibe on this head <laughs> relaxed while you were like dripping in glam <laughs> yeah. and you're in latex it and really you're, was yeah. it was like my best shoot that's awesome it was really really cool how it came together yeah we just wanted to do something cool and not too almost not too clear <laughs> what the story was mm. but i think when we when we spoke about it on the production meetings and what we wanted to do we said like I'm in this guy's house, basically, and I broke into his house. Well, I didn't oh. even, like, go there. Didn't even know that, but <laughs> no, we were trying to piece I broke into his house, yeah. and I just, like, fuck up his things. And I'm like, hello, <laughs> I wanted to see me on his uh, 
camera that he has in his house mm. and I want him to come back home to me. Or come does. back to his or come back to his house because someone broke yeah. it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, same thing. He's back for yeah. some reason. <laughs> but also that I'm I'm a bit crazy. I'm letting <laughs> you know. But not too crazy. But not too crazy. Yeah. But, not too crazy. <laughs> yeah. but like sexy it's a crazy. Fine line. <laughs> sexy crazy with Tori. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's right. You know. As you, as you do. do. As you do. <laughs> um well, so Ruin My Life is definitely on your forthcoming album, which I know you've talked a little bit about. Yeah. How far along are you with it? Is it basically done and in the can? What Sounds can you like say? you're no. still recording. Oh, yes, yes I am indeed. Okay. I'm definitely not done. I don't think I'll be done until someone's like, stop recording. Are you, you know? going to do, do like a chain smokers thing where you're just going to like build an album for like four years and just release it in pieces or something? That's what people do. I mean, it's so that's weird no rules nowadays. Anymore. I know there are no rules. But that's rules, what but, I did you know. on my on my last album, So Good. It was what happened, basically. Mm-hmm. I released Lush Life, I think, almost more than two years ago before the album came out. So I released Lush Life. Didn't work it in, in Europe and America first, though. Just released it as a single in Sweden because everyone was not on the same page in the worldwide <laughs> type of uh, crew, you mm-hmm. know, it's so many people involved, and not only like my record label, it's the record label in Sweden, it's the British. She one. says, as there's a representative from it's the record the, label in this <laughs> room. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, there's so many different people yes. involved, and they all have different opinions. Lots so, of cooks in the kitchen. Lots of cooks in the kitchen, and I feel like. I really just wanted that song to be on the album as I want to never forget you to be on the album, mm-hmm. which was released a year before. And I probably, you know, like you say, that's what people do. They release songs and then they might add two new ones and they're like, here's my album. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's just your singles. Right. It's just a collection and, of singles. And exactly. And I felt like, or I know that's kind of what we did. And that's what most people do. Yeah. these days but this time we're not doing that we're doing it the old-fashioned it's a proper body of work that has a cohesive yeah i'm releasing yeah. it pretty soon you know i want to release at least one more song hopefully two before the album but then bam it's yeah. coming out and we're working the singles or the songs from the album or you know just doing it the the opposite way that i've from what I've done before. And that's a little nerve wracking because when you already have all those songs out, you kind of already know how the album's going to go. Oh, like, yeah. You already know. Right. Like, you got the numbers in front of you. Oh, you're looking at those numbers too, huh? So, uh, yeah. Oh, God. So, you, you, you guys both. I work in, uh, I work in charts here. Charts here. I can, I can yeah. tell you all about the numbers. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a side story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it is, you know, it, it, I think that can be a little bit daunting sort of mm. doing it that way now because you're kind of flying blind. You are. Unless, unless you're, say, like you know, a hip hop artist because they're so huge on streaming services, yeah. but yeah, with single, the idea of yeah. singles, singles doesn't even really matter anymore. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, it, it's a little bit more challenging, you know, I think with pop stars and, and pop artists because it's just things, the, the script has, has been flipped, yeah. you know, so much in the past like five years. So, totally. but at the same time though, if you have something compelling to say and it's a body of work and you feel really strongly about it and you have the support and there's fans there, it's like, no, you should do that. Mm. Like you should feel like what is artistically fulfilling, but also mm-hmm. something that makes sense for you and your team. You yeah, know? totally. We'll see. We'll see. I don't, <laughs> I don't is, work on said team. I'm no, just suggesting. It's very nerve wracking because you don't know. Yeah. 
And like you say, it's different with the different genres. I feel like what Rihanna is doing now is kind of in that world of not releasing eras or having eras connected to her albums and having like... Or eras that overlap with each other even. Yeah, and have like a a clear, this is my album cycle and all that. She don't, she was like, fuck that. Yeah. And I really love that she's kind of releasing song as a rapper. Mm Mm-hmm. She just released Imagine like it was like nothing. Like a song like that that I thought was fantastic. She was like, here's a song, by the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like my next single is coming. I don't know. And now here's Seven and now Rings, here's the app. which is literally a hip hop yeah. song. Which is literally her rap. That is her hip hop song. So yeah. But I'm into that actually, yeah. and I think although the you you know I'm I, I want to, but I can't really compare myself to Ariana Grande in the sense Yet. of success. You <laughs> <Yes>. know, <laughs> hope so. But she uh, she has this huge following that I I don't have that on that scale. Like I love my supporters, and they're so funny, and they're very very there. But it's not uh, the amount, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you have just huge support, you can do basically whatever you want. You don't need, she, what I'm trying to say is that she don't really need the support of She doesn't need the permission. Or the permission yeah. in the way that I might do because right. you need the promotion to get it mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Way. Like, you know, I need the infrastructure to the make infrastructure. All everything happen yeah. yeah i would say so as opposed to just dropping a single in but front you of like don't, 10 million followers but you don't really these days i mean if you could work your own audience right that's fantastic mm-hmm. direct to fan yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you already meant oh sorry i was no, go totally talking to you you mentioned that um you know ruin my life was potentially going to be a duet you are mm-hmm. you have you have had a lot of collaborators yeah. on your previous music yeah. is that something you're looking to move away from on the album or are you hoping to have you know you you know you had a song written by ed sheeran on the mm-hmm, last album mm-hmm. you worked with m and k clean mm-hmm. bandit ty dolla sign etc are you looking for collaborators on this next project at the moment, I that's not my main focus. And when I write songs and I'm just writing them myself in the studio with other writers, I very rarely have a person in mind that I would like to collaborate with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm so down to get in the studio with an artist and do something. I think that would be the coolest. You know, when it's actually genuine. In person. It's in, yeah, it's right. in person. and. It's not they send you the file. No, you know, and it's like, I'll pay you 50 grand if you do the song. You know what I mean? It's like, I I just wanted that authentic, genuine. Proper duet collaboration thing. Yeah, when someone's really on it and who who loves the project and the song and all that. So we'll see. I would love to get in the studio with Khalid. I would absolutely Mm. love that. Or um, Normani would be really cool. Do you, do you like her new single with Sam Smith? Dance Actually, haven't heard it. You'll it's, love it. You'll it's love great. it. It's great. Yeah. It's really yeah. great. If, if it's, I'm going to listen to it on the way out here. It has that same kind of simmer of Love Lies, but it takes it to a new place. For two weeks. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I've, you haven't had your phone, so of course you haven't <laughs> yeah. heard it. Oh, sorry, yeah. Without, I've loved her previous things. Um, love Sam Smith. I mean, it can't yeah. really go wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so... So you're open so to it if the right situation. I'm so open for it. Yeah. If it makes sense, yeah. And uh, I feel also like a lot of the fans and stuff, they can kind of see when it's real and not. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm, I love to collaborate. I really do. And I think that's why my music has been sounding very broad and 
and a bit of everything and i think that is definitely thanks to the people i like was a kid i, ov- mm-hmm. I obviously had a bit more of a afro beats to mm-hmm. it emanik more in the dance world same with david getta mm-hmm. um ty dollar sign dipping my toe in the r&b pool you know like <laughs> when you work with other people you're allowed to experiment well, a bit with the sound yeah, yeah. and also i'm a pop music. artist so it's it's broad it's look forward to the country collaboration the, yeah uh-huh <laughs> Next that's up. right you yeah, and luke ryan it's gonna so happen down. i will be so down <laughs> you and thomas red who knows <laughs> Yeah, we have sung together oh, at the Country Music Awards in Nashville which, two Luke years or Thomas? ago. Which which one? Thomas. Tom- oh, really? Mm-hmm. I see. Which makes sense because yeah. he actually like is you know kind of his toes into the yeah he is R and B yeah for sure fun. <laughs> um, I feel like we've kept you here so long, but I do have a few other questions. Yeah, unless shoot. someone's no one's pulling a knife on me, so I think <laughs> no, we're good. No, no. Um, everyone's like, "You're good." Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you are you actually here in Los Angeles, like recording music? Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's what I do. That's why I'm here. <laughs> you you may do that professionally. No, I just I thought like, oh, you might be here actually working on music for the album. So like, yeah. That's mm, yeah. That's mm. why I'm here. That's like, exciting. Are you recording later today? Uh huh. Oh, you are. Yeah. Wow. It's basically every day. I try to take the weekends off, but um, sometimes things get put in there. But yeah, I'm just here to record it. I feel like this is the last trip where I can, well, definitely the last couple of days where I can decide the what the next single is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's this trip and possibly one more. And that's that. Then we got to have the album done. That's very exciting. It's so exciting, but also like, what? You know, when you've been working on it for so long, mm-hmm. I feel like it's been a really, really long time. It's going to be a double album and you'll have so many B-sides. Uh, right? Like Drake. It's yes. smart, though. But um, Why limit yourself? Yeah. Why limit yourself? But it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's really, really weird that you've been working on something for this long and then all of a sudden it's like, two more weeks. You know what I mean? And then you have to be done. I've just always had this vision that's like, oh, I don't know. You can just... It feels like you can just push it forever, but I also want it to be released. Right. So again, you know, going back to 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 your girl Ariana, like you know, she's sort of said kind of the same thing in a different way, where she's like, "Why do you have to wait?" Like the the common complaint you hear from a lot of artists is like, you know, "Oh, here's my new album. Mm-hmm. Some of these songs I recorded like a year ago, yeah, and I'm already kind of over them. And now yeah. I'm going to tour with. And now I'm going to tour with it for the whatever, next year yeah. or two and yeah. release yeah. singles for the next eighteen months." <laughs> from stuff that I recorded a year ago. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, you wish you could get things out faster. Totally, you know? for your own sake. I yeah. heard about a story, uh, Pink Sweats. Pink, Pink Sweats, Pink Sweats, Pink Sweats. <laughs> I'm like looking at everyone in the room. No one has no I idea what I'm talking about. Sweats. Oh, no. I'm like, pink I know sweats. that there's ours pink and there's also Keith Sweat. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if they are. I think it's Pink Sweats. Okay. okay. Sweaty. Pink we'll be- no, we'll believe sweaty. You. Pink Sweats. He's super cool. Please look it up. Always wearing a pink tracksuit. And he released two EPs. He's got to getting like some some attention from from a lot of people now. And he did the same thing. Like he just said, well, first EP, I got in one week in the studio. I did like 10 songs or 20 songs. And my five favorites, I just put on an EP and I put out like the week after. Right. He's like second EP did the same thing. And people love it. Yeah, but I don't think it's so hard to to put songs against each other. Oh, the, did, did we you, get it right? Yeah. Are we, is it pink sweats? It's, it's probably the pink tracksuit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on Spotify. He's legit. 
Yeah. <laughs> I just heard that's sweat. what that's how he did it, oh. and I thought that was a really that's cool awesome. way of doing it. Yeah. It's that these days, well, I'm gonna go listen like, to Pink Sweats now. Like these so. days, you just I don't know. People want things now. Yeah. And that's also a bit. Fans are very demanding. Oh, fans! Like the demanding. second you release that album, they're oh, gonna be like, "When's the when's next?" The next album? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. That's what happened when I released it in my life. And they were like, "What's the next single coming?" And I was like, "I released my single today. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just enjoy it? Yeah, sit with it for a second. <laughs> if, yeah. they, if they could get the single before you wrote it, that's when they would want it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a totally silly final question for you. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm not sure if you know about this new TV show here that is like a champion's version of America's Got Talent. And I heard about it. Okay. I didn't think it was real. Okay. Because, okay, <laughs> literally, okay, so for people who don't know, uh, Zara won like the Swedish version of this when yeah. you were 10 years old. Yeah. And they have people from all across the world. So I was curious whether they like approached you and obviously like you're at another level. They did. Yeah. They did? <laughs> Did. They did. They I was did. super curious about that. That's, and then, and then you funny, said no. Yes. <laughs> I just said, I would love the opportunity, but I'm a little busy right now. A little now. busy. Yeah. A little busy that, with your I current did. pop career. That, that was that was a lovely yes, but I can't. I'm a little bit packed yeah. with my schedule right now. Yeah. I look forward to coming on as a special guest. It is. (laughs) I couldn't believe the amount of countries they have represented on it, too. They have like nine different countries on there. It's actually out now. It's on now. Yeah, Yeah. it's been out for like three three weeks weeks or something. Are people loving it? Oh, I mean, those shows do so well. (laughs) It's a huge ratings hit. Like, yeah. Wow. I need to check it out. And Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle's on it. Legend. Yes, always a legend. Paul Potts. Like, all these people from across the world. So, Okay, interesting. I need to check it out for sure. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. You for um, it's been me. lovely speaking with you. Glad yeah. to finally meet you in person. Right, and, um, you know, we'll have you back after the new album's out. We'd love to. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Zara Larson for stopping by. Um, it was lovely to interview her in person for the first time. She's been on the pop shop before, but uh, it was really nice to, to be in the same room. She is so great. Yeah. Well, I would thank you for being, thank you for taking the time. Thank Zara. you for being great. Thank you for being <laughs> so great. And now let's do the chart stat of the week. Green collar ponies and crisp apple strudels, doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles. Wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my favorite things. As noted earlier, Ariana Grande's Seven Rings channels a bit of my favorite things from The Sound of Music. The song, written written, written, mm-hmm. written by Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein II, has been covered by oodles of artists and has become a Christmas classic, even though it wasn't intended to be a holiday song. That's what happens when you have a lyric that talks about um, brown paper packages tied up with strings and, you know. A.K.A. presents. Presents. <laughs> um, among the artists that have covered the song, Kelly Clarkson, The Supremes, Tony Bennett, Mary J. Blige, and Barbara Streisand, to name a few. But back to The Sound of Music. This week... Coincidentally enough, in 1960, the original cast recording of The Sound of Music hit number one on the chart 
that was then known as Best Selling Stereophonic LPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album rose three to one on the list dated January 25th, 1960. And this chart is effectively a predecessor to what we now call the Billboard 200. Yes. Uh, the Sound of Music would, of course, be adapted into a movie starring Julie Andrews and its own soundtrack topped the Billboard 200 for two weeks in 1965. So there you have it. 59 years ago this week, before Ariana Grande brought her favorite things to number one on the Hot 100, the Sound of Music cast album topped the album's chart. definitely need to tweet that at ariana that is a fun fun timely little fact i'm sure we're on it already yeah the, 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 our social team <laughs> is social on team it has already done it <laughs> twitter team already on it uh any parting words katie oh man i got nothing uh, uh, big super bowl this weekend super bowl this weekend uh what is in in 10 seconds or less your favorite super bowl halftime performance oh wow um that is a hard question Ten seconds. i love prince prince <laughs> mine would be lady gaga oh that's a good one so should we go oh we can go out on a lady gaga song all about that bad romance done see you guys next time bye